Hey, who's your friend? Their art's really cool. Greetings. Thank you so much for listening to Your Friend's Art, where we talk about your friend's art. My name is Ian Webb. I am a Seattle-based musician and producer. And I first wanted to kick off the whole series with a little bit of an introductory episode where I can explain a little bit about what to expect from each podcast and also uh, tell you a little bit of history about myself so that you have a little bit of context when things come up in conversation and uh, you don't just uh, try to guess and piece things together on your own. So the purpose of this podcast, the the idea behind it was um, one of my favorite things to do in general is to talk to my friends about their art and kind of geek out about it. I like my favorite kind of art in general is my fr- is my friend's art. I am knowing a person and getting to see what they create. I feel like there's a, an added uh, kind of piece, an added layer uh, that really makes things pretty special. And I'm fortunate enough to have lots of different artists uh, of different mediums as friends. And I really wanted to get a chance to get to know their process, their inspirations, and be able to talk to them ad nauseum about their art without uh, seeming too weird. This is a great platform to not seem too weird when asking about that kind of stuff. Um, It's, you know, the idea is to have maybe an episode a week, maybe one to two per week, uh, depending. And this isn't limited to just musicians. I want every kind of artist to uh, participate and hopefully they will want to. If you have friends that you want to submit to have conversations with me, there is a form on all the different types of social media that are attached to your friend's art podcast, which I will reference at the end of the episode. But please submit your friends in and we will definitely get a chance to talk to them. Um, there will be occasionally some co-hosts or you know different guests. We'll have repeat guests and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, it'll be me, Ian Webb, having the conversation with the uh, artists. So, first things first, or well, I guess second thing, uh, I want to thank and call out my wife, Sarah Webb, who is responsible for the art direction of the show. She did an amazing job putting together the design, designing the website, doing everything that I am completely incapable of doing. So, thank you. And she will definitely be on future episodes in a number of different capacities. And then finally, I do want to give you a bit of background on myself so you can understand where I'm coming from. Um, and yeah, I guess I'll start with, uh, like I said, I was, uh, I'm was i Seattle-based currently. I was originally born in Virginia, Northern Virginia, and moved to California when I was around 11 or 12, at around 14 years old. I started playing guitar. I was obsessed with the White Stripes. I heard... Seven Nation Army and was like, oh, that's a really cool song. And we had an acoustic guitar sitting in the living room was my sister Haley's uh, acoustic guitar. And I just kind of picked it up and tried to pluck out the tune. And then I just didn't ever I never put the guitar down after that. I'm 31 now. So I guess I've been a musician for a little over 16 years, maybe close to 17 at this point. And uh, so after I started that, I was in a you know middle school bands Shout out Tequila Mockingbird. Uh, high school bands called Anacrusis and Modern Day Suicide. 
pretty brutal metal bands, if I do say so myself. And then uh, after that, I ended up playing for a deathcore band called All Shall Perish. I was a uh, touring rhythm guitarist for their uh, re- their main uh, rhythm guitarist, Ben Orem. He was unable to tour. They put out a little thing on MySpace saying they needed a guitarist, and I was a full-on stan of that band. And I reached out, submitted an audition video, and was fortunate enough to get to tour with them for several years. Uh, several years. After that, um, I ended up touring with a band called The Ghost Inside, who are a metalcore project, you know, metalcore, hardcore, and some of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet, a couple of which will probably be on the podcast at some point. I only toured with them for about six months, and again, I was just a, a kind of a hired gun for them as well. After that, I moved to Santa Cruz with Michael Hiller and Grady Bell, both of whom will be on the podcast. And uh, I ended up playing in uh, playing locally a completely different genre. I think I was it was probably like more indie folk rock, which of you know two thousand eight two thousand nine was kind of the thing at the time. And uh, did I played in a band called Whippoorwill, and did that for a couple of years. Ended up moving back down to Los Angeles. And, you know, try to try to get that started. After after a couple of years of that, I noticed that for me, music had become a bit more competitive than creative or cathartic. I was really self-aware and very doubtful of my abilities and just didn't um didn't feel great about playing music in general. So I decided ultimately that I wanted to take a break from music. And so I did, I ended up pursuing a career in technology, which then led me to working in Seattle from a So I moved from Los Angeles to Seattle with my wife, Sarah, she was my, just my girlfriend at the time, but here we are. And, um, I love it up here. So, Living in Seattle, I really realized that I had missed, it had been about three or four years since I was playing music actively. I really missed um, playing music in general. And I'm, you know, despite having played metal and rock, I'm a big fan of hip hop. I wanted to dive my toe, you know, dip my toes into something a little bit more, a little bit new, you know. Uh, And so I decided to start trying to produce beats. And so I began the kind of, big journey of trying to learn how to use a digital audio workstation. I started making my own music under the name Dead Calloway. All that stuff can be heard on Spotify. And uh, I've released three separate EPs and LPs under that name. And it ended up being a lot of fun. I, I learned a lot. I learned how difficult mastering that whole craft really is i think when i was just you know i was just playing guitar i kind of wrote it off as like oh the computer's doing all the work and then i realized how dumb of an insight that really was and how much work really does go into it making things sound good synthetically is very very difficult so that was a lesson learned for me but ultimately that led me to understanding production and and, uh, being able to make recordings even better so I'm really glad I did that. I would encourage anybody to branch out and try something new because, yeah, you never know where it's going to lead you. Uh, so, you know, I ended up playing a little bit uh, of guitar for a a band 
well, really for a singer-songwriter named Art Dina in her band Sour Girl, and that was a lot of fun. We've played around in Seattle quite a bit. Given that COVID it kind of stopped live shows or did stop live shows altogether, we weren't able to continue to do so as much and or at all, but that was a lot of fun. She's a wonderful singer-songwriter. She will also be on the show at some point, and uh, hopefully we'll get to do a performance together. So... Finally, the very last part of each podcast will be I will I will be asking our guests a, a series of top three questions. I'll only ask myself. I will only provide one just to save some time. But I do want to give you a sense as to what to expect. So if I were to ask myself any particular question, if I were interviewing Ian, I would go ahead and ask what are my top three favorite albums and they would be number 1 converge the band is converge the album is jane doe it is a very fast-paced aggressive chaotic uh metalcore record from 2001 i got into it i think i mean i heard it for the first time was it when i was around 15 years old i liked it i i really enjoyed it but when i was around 18 or 19 it really kind of started to stick to me a bit um the album's sort of central theme is the notion it follows from end to from beginning to end the dissolving of a romantic relationship you know it starts with a song called concubine where you're very angry at your partner you've just broken up and it's really a very furious tune and it follows all the different you know, angsty steps of uh, a bad breakup to the very end where eventually the person who you cared about so much becomes a Jane Doe and they're just uh, kind of a nobody to you anymore. It, uh, at, when I was 19, that was like the most profound shit I'd ever heard in my entire life. And I mean, I still think it's a pretty cool concept. Um, great record sonically. I, I inspired a ton of bands. It's a, a, pretty influential to, uh, record i would highly recommend checking it out number two would be godspeed you black emperor lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven the band is godspeed you black emperor the album is lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven it is such a mouthful having to say that but worth listening to godspeed is a uh post-rock act out of canada and uh, Montreal specifically, and they're pretty prolific in that genre. Post-rock, if you don't know, it is typically instrumental or mostly instrumental, and um, it they often use things like found sound, uh, noise, and just you know drenched in reverb and very very long form uh, songs that don't follow like typical pop format. So it's. Uh, very it's it's that particular record is starts really triumphantly really beautifully and then kind of from there it plays out cinematically and that record to me has been a really important work because of when i listen to it specifically when i choose to listen to it i will typically listen to it during long like flights train rides car rides uh because it is a very long record but there are there have been points where i've listened to that record uh that were really 
critical points in my life. The two that come to mind the most, one being a very positive memory for me was when Sarah and I moved to Seattle together. That was a really wonderful moment. And I listened to it on the way from LAX up to SeaTac airport. And yeah, it, 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 it was, uh, it, it was like putting a theme to that moment. And I am really glad for that. It, it evokes a very positive memory for me. And then conversely, I listened to it when my father passed away suddenly and I had to go down from Seattle to LA uh, pretty quickly and it kept me warm when I needed it. And so that record is very special to me. It's a wonderful record, even on its own. You don't need to necessarily uh, have these crazy memories associated with it for it to be good. Uh, but I would strongly recommend giving it a listen. And then my third record is a record from a band called Me Without You named Brother Sister. Brother Sister was the first record I ever heard from Me Without You, fronted by a man named Aaron Weiss. And it's they're a post-hardcore outfit out of Pittsburgh that uh, Aaron Weiss, his st- uh, vocal stylistically is sort of sing slash shout, uh, spoken word, very long form um, lyrics that, are, that invoke a lot of uh, different kinds of imagery, especially with things like animals and um, often using biblical references as well. They grew up in a sort of a Ju- Judeo-Christian uh, way of life. I don't know that they would necessarily call themselves a Judeo-Christian band, but that they, they're on Tooth and Nail, which uh, is a Christian label, or at least they used to be. That record starts with a song called Messes of Men, and it's this just, again, a very cinematic tune that has uh, a nautical theme <laughs> to it. it. It's intended to make, it, it almost feels a little bit like a sea shanty, they have the sounds of breaking bottles and uh, like what, what sounds to be waves kind of crashing over the song. And I I heard it when I was on tour with the Ghost Inside, uh, Garrett, the bassist for the Ghost Inside at the time, um, played it. And I was like, oh, shit, what is this? And that's pretty rare for me. I don't typically love things the moment I hear them, but I needed to know what it was. And after I heard it, it was all I listened to. I think, you know... It, it, it will forever be one of my favorite records. They've put out a really impressive catalog. And again, another one I would encourage you to listen to. So those are my top three favorite albums. Get used to those kinds of questions. I love asking my friends those kinds of questions and your friends those kinds of questions. So to wrap things up, I want you to expect that you will hear one to two of these per week. Each episode, we will also be donating to a charity of the inter, uh, the guest's choice. We will also be providing links to allow you to do the same. Uh, in addition to that, if it is a music-based episode, we'll be creating Spotify uh, playlists with all of the different uh, artists that we talk about on the podcast. Um, so definitely keep an ear out for that. All of this will take place under a link tree link in our Instagram, which is at your friends art podcast. And uh, we will also be posting all of this to yourfriendsart.com as well. So again, thank you so, so, so much for being willing to listen to this. I'm really, really excited to get this started. It's a new 
uh, area for me. It's a new venture for me. And I honestly cannot wait to have these conversations. I love having these kinds of conversations with my friends. And to get a chance to do it and have other people listen to it and get to enjoy it is definitely kind of a dream come true. Even if nobody gets to ever, even if nobody ever listens to this, I will be very happy because I still got to have conversations with my friends. Um, so again, my name is Ian Webb. I really appreciate you listening to your friend's art and can't wait to see what comes after this. Thank you again. Bye.